Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. This is Caroline again, and we are on our Detours series, and we're talking about navigating change. Um, We have our guest today is Taylor Barber, who's been a part of our Waves team for a while. Say hi, Taylor. Hi, everyone. We also have a special guest, as in Millie, Millie Barber, her baby girl, (laughs) is is with us. So if you hear her cooing and giggling in the background, that is who that is. Um, She's a part of the team, too. (laughs) Um, Taylor, as we get started in this podcast today, um, we're in our fourth week talking about detours. But first, I want to know, since we're all in quarantine and we've been kind of dealing with this corona thing, what has been your go-to Corona comfy outfit? I asked this of Brenna last week too. Just curious. Um, I, I mean, honestly, you know, being one of my, <laughs> my best friends that I've basically been in quarantine for five months <laughs> with, a, with a baby, a baby y'all. <laughs> it's honestly funny. Like I'm to the point where like, I'm ready to take her out and do stuff and I can't, <laughs> I'm not allowed to. So, um, <clears throat> No, but when you have a when you have a new baby for a few months, you're pretty much just in your house because it's just easier that way, and you're keeping them germ free. So we're kind of just continuing that a little longer, and that's all good. But anyway, I probably I am a big fan of uh, like your classic black yoga pants and <laughs> whatever top I can possibly find today. It's a workout tank top, um, oh. and, but I'm not going to work out. <laughs> so. <laughs> See, I, I'm like in the opposite camp. Like if I'm wearing workout clothes, it's because I'm going to work out before I take them off. Like that's been my new like victory dance in this like quarantine thing. I like, that's amazing. Like, like a week ago, I decided that if I kept wearing yoga pants, I would keep eating because they keep stretching. And so <laughs> this week I have actually put on real clothes and done my hair and makeup every day. And I feel quite proud of myself for that because it's been yeah, you look good been a solid like four or five weeks since that's happened but I totally understand and I mean you're up and down and with the baby constantly so you want to be in comfortable clothes makes perfect sense you do you want you want to be comfortable it's almost like a workout except it's not really working (laughs) oh my goodness um so my next question is what is the most interesting thing you've done during your during this quarantine time I mean, I've gone to Target a few times. <laughs> Woo! Target! <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's been I exciting. I wouldn't I like... just to walk up and down the aisles freely. <laughs> I know it. I'm like, but we need diapers, so we got to make it happen. I get the dirtiest looks from people, too, having to bring her in. And I'm like, I can't help it. I can't leave her at home. The dog's not CPR certified, so. <laughs> just have to, like... <laughs> oh, my goodness. But Boss is the name of your dog, right? Yes. Yeah. He's and a he very is like, handsome. he's so sweet. Um, he, he loves me. Every time I come over, he tries to like get in my lap and it's really entertaining because he's large. He, does. he wants to be your best friend. Yeah. He is a, about a 70 or 80 pound pit bull. And he is <laughs> the biggest pudding you've ever met. So 
He's such well, a boy. <laughs> Taylor, I know a lot about you and quite a few of our followers do know a lot about you, but I want to give um, you the opportunity for those who are just kind of joining our waves ministry or are becoming a part of it um, to know a little bit more about you, Taylor. So just tell us some things about you um, in general. Okay. Well, um, I am the um, worship leader for waves. Um, it's one of the coolest things that I do in my life. <laughs> um, I'm 28. Um, I've been serving Jesus for going on 10 years, I think actually coming up on 10 years this year, which is crazy. I mean, it's gone by so fast, um, but has been the biggest adventure. <laughs> um, and Caroline, you've been a part of it for like, um, uh, anyway, but yeah, I love singing. I've, done that my whole life and especially love worship I love worshiping the Lord and I love being able to lead in that and um just kind of have those moments with the Lord and and whether they're private or public like it's it's always amazing to just encounter him along with fellow believers as well so um there's that I am happily married we've been married for over a year now to Josh Barber and we have a baby. <laughs> She's like five and a half months old. She's awesome. Um, and yeah, no, we live here in Destin and we're just, we're just doing our thing, serving the Lord, having Jesus adventures. That's awesome. Okay. Like, so that what? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I just want to know, um, also again, for, for our listeners, what made you want to join the waves team? Oh yeah. Well, I, um, Really, I I went through a lot of um, I have a I guess kind of a difficult past, which I, I which I get to get into this year at our Waves Destin Conference. So you should come to that. Um, He's doing um, points, but I've this year. Yes, which is like to me like one of the fun ones because you get to like get really you get to just really dig in there. <laughs> Definitely. But um, I've always felt like if someone had shared Jesus with me when I was. 13, 14, 15, I probably wouldn't have gone through or done a lot of the things I did when I was 16, 17 through 20 when I, um, when I got saved and gave my life to Jesus and, and really started living for him. So, um, to me, it's like, um, every girl deserves to know the Lord as father and, and Jesus as, as lover and friend. And, and, and if I have the opportunity to, to share that or, and to be a part of that somehow, like, I mean, that's, that's the reason I'm on this earth is to share him, to share his love and to, and to bring people closer to him. So, um, and it being waves being geared toward, you know, young women, it's, that's, that's huge. I mean, that's, that's why I'm here. So let's do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's neat how like, things that you've walked through, God then calls you to go back and help lead others through. And so like, I know that really has inspired this ministry and inspired me as well as you. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. So in talking about detours in our life and detours that God calls us on, what is a detour God has taken you on before? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I think that in, I mean, in terms of detour, cause I don't know, like, I mean, I don't know if he necessarily, like if it was God that this happened, but I, I think kind of looking back, I think it is when I, I am, I have, I was married before this marriage, um, and it ended. And, um, 
but through that, and it, it's thank God that it ended. It, I, I actually, you know, I probably was the Lord that just spared me, <laughs> um, have having that marriage end um, the way that it did, or and, and all that stuff. But not to get too much into that, the detour that I think I went on was a year of being single and just being hidden with the Lord. Um, that was definitely a detour that I didn't expect to go on, but it was so necessary, and it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me at that time was just saying yes to just kind of being alone with him. And I, I mean, I didn't do it perfectly, but it, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. She is super excited about that. Yes, yeah, she is. That's why she's here. She's very happy. <laughs> um, no, um, but I think that going through that, just, just, if you have just having that opportunity to, to really just buckle down and get healing for my soul. Um, cause it was very broken at that time. And, and, um, just, there was a lot of pain that I needed to process through and, and understand why things happened and really just get close to the Lord. Um, I couldn't be where I am now. Um, even just in, in a maturity level without, without going through that. So I would definitely call that a detour, um, for sure. Um, <laughs> and, um, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm, I know like whenever I talk about detours, it's, it's usually like a little path that God takes you on that leads you back to the original journey and path you were on before, but it's like a little route that you don't know is coming and it's unchartered for you. And so I'm sure that season of singleness and like pressing into him was like a totally different season. And you were, you were coming out of brokenness. You were, you were in a painful place. And so to have that sort of comfort is just beautiful and time with the Lord is cool. Um, when has God spoken? So our title for this one this week is called, you know, a simple, a simple message. Jonah had a very simple message he was supposed to, to speak, but I just want to know from you, like, when has God spoke to you in a simple message and like, what was the simple message that he's spoken to you? Um, it was years ago. Um, I, um, kind of, I really, through, throughout my life, I became like a master at just bottling up my emotions and not, um, not really letting myself process things that were happening. Um, and just, it just, I just had a very hard heart. And, um, I remember, um, being given some bad advice about that, that basically was like, yeah, you're doing good. Continue on with that. And then, um, I found the Lord and I was talking to someone, um, just about different things that were happening. And she could tell that I was struggling and she just looked at me and was like, Taylor, it's okay to feel your feelings. <laughs> and it just like slapped me in the face in the best way possible. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and honestly, like that's been a huge thing. Like if I'm, if I'm dealing with something and if I'm not handling it well, like the Lord kind of brings that up and reminds me, hey, like it's okay to feel your feelings. Like process your emotions. Your emotions are good. <laughs> or a good indicator or an indicator of what's happening to you. And you need to be able to just, you know, to, to process those things. And so that, that was huge for me being able to, to just have the light bulb come on and go, Oh yeah, this is not, you know, feeling upset is not evil. It's just a feeling. And right. You need to work through it. And that's, that's healthy. So that's probably that that's the biggest thing that comes to mind. Well, and it's funny as a friend, I have heard you say that to me before. I've heard you say that to other people before, like, Hey, it's okay to feel your feelings. Yeah. I, <laughs> afraid. I think we are afraid to truly feel the emotions that God, I mean, God created emotions. So 
yeah. you know, and that's one thing I, I've seen a quote here and there from time to time, especially with this quarantine, where I've seen people, you know, po post these quotes on Instagram, like, hey, it's okay to have more than one feeling at the same time. And I think that that is such a healthy thing for it. It's like, okay, sometimes you just need to process that you feel lonely or that you feel yeah. ashamed or that you feel tired or that you feel, you know, super joyful and sad at the same time. And it's okay to feel those things. Like just because you feel them doesn't mean that you have a label that you are shameful or that you are lonely. It just means yeah. that you're having a lonely moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's huge, but I, I think that's such a simple, a, again, that is a simple message that speaks such volumes of truth. Um, yeah. so what, um, what has God taught you or what did you learn about God, um, about how God speaks in that process of just getting a simple message? Um, well, that one was definitely like that he, he can speak through people that, um, yes. he, you know, we, we, we pray, we pray to God and you know, if we pray to God and have faith to believe that he hears us, then we should have faith to believe that he answers us right? Uh, as well. And so, um, that's definitely a huge thing in my life too, is just hear, you know, hearing the voice of the Lord and, and sometimes he speaks about other people. And so having that, having that encounter with him of just like, I, like, I know that that was the Lord like telling me and he told me through my friend. And so, um, that was, I think that's probably the biggest thing is like he speaks to people. So if you hear someone saying something and you're like, Oh, and it kind of hits you, like it's probably the Lord. And he's just, you know, he's, he's like, he's letting someone speak through him. Or, I you think know, a lot of times him. people think that like, if a person is talking to you, like, and it's God, they think that it has to be in a pulpit or it has to be like on a stage or a platform. And it's like, right. it could come through a friend saying something very simple. Like I talked about, um, a few weeks ago to a group of students up at Troy university. And I was telling them how, um, a pastor friend of mine had said, take your seat at the table. And when they said, take your seat at the table, I, I recognized it as a, as God speaking to me, even through just yeah. a normal person and a normal thing, but God can use all sorts of different um, ways to speak to us, but through people is such a beautiful way that he uses us yeah. broken people as his vessels, you know, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, you know, as I think about like broken people that God uses, like Jonah is one of those people, like Jonah was a prophet and he was a successful prophet at that. But whenever God asked him to essentially go to a land that he did not want to go to, he went the polar opposite direction of the land that God had asked him to go to. And so he ended up in the um, belly of a whale or a fish. It doesn't say a whale in the Bible. Actually, if you go read it, it says a big fish. Um, <laughs> and so he ends up in the belly of the fish and he is like angry at God and he's not speaking to him for like three days. And then finally he cries out to the Lord and says like, okay, I relent. Like I give up, like I will do what you say, forgive me. And God immediately has him be spit out of the well, or the belly of the fish and he's back on dry land. And it's funny because I think it's, it's neat. Like when Jonah is called, he's told to go to Nineveh right. and, um, you know, God didn't like burp him out of that fish to Nineveh, like where he just like landed on the shore of Nineveh. No, like, like Jonah had to re-decide all over again to go to Nineveh. He ended up back in his home country again. 
And it says in Jonah 3, uh, verses 1 through 4, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. It's like, I love how God like gives him a second chance. He's like, I'm going to say it again. You know, and he mm-hmm. says, to Arise and go to Nineveh that great city and preach to it the message that I tell you. He's like, listen, I need you to get up and I need you to go and I need you to go to the city that I I know you don't want to go. And I want you to tell the message I'm telling you to tell, not the one you want to tell these people. (laughs) Um, And so in verse three, it says, so Jonah did arise and he went to Nineveh and according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three day journey in extent. So like just going through the city of Nineveh would have taken him three days to get through that city. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. And he cried out this, this special word. And it's funny because it's like a seven in the Hebrew, it's a seven word message. And this is the message. The message is in 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. (laughs) 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. In 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. And I, I just picture him walking through the city because he didn't care for these people. They were very dangerous, mean people. And he's just, I just picture it being like us going to like Iraq and being like, in 40 days, you're all going to die. In 40 days, right. you're all going to die. Like just yelling <laughs> that out over and over again. But the crazy thing is out of this simple message turned a great revival. And we'll talk about that next week. Um, but I just think it's kind of neat that God used such a simple message. So when has God given you, Taylor, a a simple message to share and what was it? Um, I think back to, um, we used to, I was a part of a young adults group, um, just, uh, it was several years ago now. Um, but we would go out every Saturday night and we would evangelize um, at the Destin Commons um, or different places around our, our region. Um, but I just remember several, several different times. I couldn't think of just one time this happened, but I would just be praying for someone and I would just feel the Lord tell me, like to tell them that he, that he loved them. Like, and it just, you know, like you walk up to someone like, Hey, Jesus loves you, you know, and it's, that's cool. And sometimes, sometimes it just, is just like, Hey, Jesus loves you. And you're like, thanks, you know? Um, <laughs> But in those moments, I felt him to say, like, hey, like, I love this girl. Like, you need to tell her that I love her. And I would feel the love of God so strong. Um, and, and just saying that, like, hey, Jesus wants you to know that he loves you. They would just weep and break wow. down. And it was just the power of God behind, those, behind that message. So I, it's cool, like, that Jonah only had to say, like, a few words. And the people just, like, lost it. And to me, like the, the only reason behind that is that, and they didn't say like, you're a lunatic, get out of here. Like, who are you? Um, was the power of God behind what he was saying. Right. Well, and I think it's kind of neat. Like if you look back at a lot of Jesus's messages, they were pretty short and simple. Like when he would walk up to someone he was healing, it was like, repent and believe the gospel, like be, take up your bed and walk. Like it was very yeah. short like, to the point things. And I think how many times so many of us just need to hear that we're loved. Like we just need to know that we're loved and that God loves us. Like that, that he sees us and, and we can be those vessels to say like, Hey, did you know that God really does love you? And he sees you like, yeah. <laughs> it's not simple. Oh, yeah. It's um, shocking sometimes to people. <laughs> no, it really is. It really is. Yeah. 
Um, so what kind of change happened in your life from hearing a simple message and what kind of changes did you see from the simple message that you spoke? You talked about it a little bit, but dive deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'm like I said, with, with the one that I heard and the one that I could think of was just, um, just that light bulb coming on and just going, Oh yeah, duh. Um, it really sparked a transformation in me to, um, to learn how to process my emotions with Holy Spirit, um, and, and not, not bottle up and not keep everything inside, not go, yeah, no, I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. When I really wasn't, um, and how to be honest with the Lord and honest with myself in saying, you know what, I'm actually not okay. I'm feeling these things like Lord help me. And he would, he would, you know, in, in quiet time with him, um, just talk to me about them and help me just kind of work through them. And sometimes he would bring a person that I could speak to, or, you know, or like a close friend or, or a pastor, um, or, or a parent sometimes. Um, um, and I could process those things with, with safe people. So, um, that was huge for me, huge, huge, huge. And still is to this day. Um, just, you know, if I try to go back into that old habit of like, no, I'm good. Everything's good. He just says like, are you though? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I need help. <laughs> you're like, you're right. <laughs> I, I need to talk. I need to feel my feelings. <laughs> so <laughs> I say that to my husband sometimes. He's like, what's wrong? Are you okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. I just need to feel my feelings. And he's okay. <laughs> okay got it. Just give me some space. Let me feel my feelings. And yeah. So funny. Um, yeah. And then for others, like I said, just um, having the power of God behind your words, when he tells you to say something, mm-hmm. there is power behind it. And we have to have faith to to know that he's with us in those times of being bold and stepping out and speaking what he's told us to say, like he's there and he's right there with you. So we just have to remember, like speak, say what he wants you to say and know that he's there and watch you know watch hearts get changed and transformed and healed um because that's what happened every time mm-hmm. every time he gave me something to say and it was just and, and even to this day if it's just like hey jesus really does love you and they're just that's really oh cool. my gosh you just watch the, the the heart melts like you can see usually when you say that to a person yeah. they have such, they have so many walls up and their heart is so it's hard and it's it's yeah it's icy and you just say like god loves you and you watch his love just pour on them and it's like they just melt and sometimes you've even, you can even see just their, their countenance changes, the fa- their face changes, the way that yeah. that hardness on their face just kind of melts off and they just, they're softened. It's so beautiful. It really beautiful is. Thing. Well, I just want to remind you girls that God can speak through simple messages, through other people, through a song, through scripture. Um, and even just like hearing the Holy Spirit yourself, like he can, like, sometimes you might think it sounds like yourself, but it could be truly him just saying to you, like, peace be still or what, or something specific. Um, yeah. I just want to remind you that God still moves and works in simple, simple things. Um, (laughs) and (laughs) it's a beautiful part of how God works that in a, in a word, he can change your whole life. And, and that's just beautiful. Um, Taylor, I just want to thank you for sharing, um, about your simple message and about, um, just the simple messages God has spoken to you. And just, I'm so thankful to have you a part of our waves team and just a part of this ministry. And just thank you for sharing today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. 
Well, girls, we hope that you'll follow us on Instagram at Waves Girls Conference or go to our website. We do have a girls leadership training, a girls ministry leadership training coming up actually next weekend. It's on Saturday. It's not too late to sign up. We have a few people signed up for that, but it's just a few hours of training on how to how to do girls ministry. Maybe you're a high schooler or middle schooler and you want to be a better leader in your own youth ministry or in FCA, or maybe you're a youth pastor or a youth pastor's wife or volunteer, or maybe it's just a mom that, you know, you're driving around the kids um, from soccer game to soccer game. And you're like, I've got a car full of girls and this is perfect ministry time. Um, but we hope you'll sign up for that. And our girls conference tickets go on sale July 1st. So that will be here before you know it. I cannot wait. So we hope you'll follow us and have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.